just don't get it though because it's all those older people shitting on us and it's like aren't you our parents like didn't you guys fucking raise us that's like putting a chicken in the oven uh and then taking it out and seeing that it's still raw and being this fucking snowflake chicken's still raw just i don't know leave it in the oven i just think like all right we talk shit on twitter we're too mean about being too nice um but on the other hand, we haven't, like, you know, started any fucking wars or melted the planet or anything. So maybe let's not keep score. <laughs> I, uh, I've been trying to avoid stupid conversations more. Uh, just I don't have the mental capacity for it anymore. Uh, I was in uh, one such situation. I was at Trader Joe's. I was in the dairy and egg section buying dairy and eggs. Uh, and this girl came up to me very urgently. It was like, excuse me, what's better, 2% or whole milk? And I was taken aback by the energy. Uh, it was like really intense. And I was about to say, oh yeah, well, I'd prefer whole milk. But then she goes, wait, before you ask, it's for girls. And I had a lot of questions. Like, you okay? Do you know where you are? Have you ever tried milk before? Have you ever been grocery shopping before? But a voice in my head just yelled like, fucking give up, just give up. So I was like, oh, well, it's for girls. Well, then 2%. Just to wrap it up. Uh, you guys want me to do a bit where I have to like scream at you? Yeah, 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 okay. Have you guys heard of microdosing? Yeah. Yeah, I tried that out. Uh, microdosing, for those of you who don't know, it's when you take a micro dose uh, of a drug for its supposed mental and physical benefits throughout the day. In my case, I took a tenth of a gram of shrooms every morning with my coffee. And I was really scientific about it. I measured my dosages on a scale. I uh, took it with supplements, I journaled my experiences, and from my extensive research, I can conclude uh, people really like getting fucked up before work. Uh, that's really all it is. Let me tell you, you've never truly had a performance review till you've had a performance review with a small dose of hallucinogens in your system. Uh, hey, Murad, we've noticed some inconsistencies in your coverage reports. Are you having trouble with the new template? Yeah, I'm having a little trouble. I don't know what it means to be alive. Every day, I push numbers around on a spreadsheet for eight hours, then I take an underground metal tube to a home that isn't mine in a city that wants me to leave. Oh, fuck. In a city that wants me to leave. My ancestors knew the meaning of life. They had to kill and hunt their food. They understood the value of it. Yeah, I don't get the new template. <laughs> I don't know why we need to go back to the old template. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna cut it there. Uh, thanks, thanks, friends. Hell yeah! Fucking Mirage hockey, yeah! Holy shit! Yeah, have you ever taken too much acid at school, and then went to a typing class, and then had a typing test that day? Surprise! <laughs> yeah, evidently the teacher thinks that's highly suspicious. Uh, it's his letter. I don't have one. Yeah. And then uh, the thing about that is when I took acid in high school, uh, my teacher, my typing teacher, she looked like a fucking alien. She's like this old, old white woman with an afro. But like it's trans, like she was so thinning in hair, you could see her bald head and she was overweight. So she walked like this. If you're on acid and you look at people like that, you're like, what fucking zoo am I in right now? It is terrifying. She p actually called me to the front of the class to say, uh, what is wrong with, like, this This test is horrible. And I was like, I'm not feeling well. <laughs> and evidently that, that passed. So uh, don't take acid at school. That is a lesson. Um, and also, 
I'm also surprised that the group of Southern people who can't let go a war that happened over 150 years ago uh, somehow haven't updated their views on women's rights. I know. What? Who knew? Total shocker. Anyway, that's it for tonight. Thank you very much for coming. <laughs> I know you smoked. All right. Well, we got one more comic. We saved our best for last. He's here to impress you. So you better be fucking impressive. All right. I was too tight on this thing. Anyway, all right, whoever adjusted this, you suck. I'm too weak for it. Oh, anyway, let's welcome Victor. Trevino. Oh, Trevino. Trevino. Yes. All right, Victor Trevino. Great. Thanks, Dad. You look good, Kelly. Uh, what's that on your shirt? Cake. Is it a cake shirt? You know the band Cake. Is that a b the cake band shirt? Oh, damn, that ended up being a lot cooler for you than I thought. <laughs> Isn't that fucking fantastic when you get to, like, introduce, like, some cool part of your life in a nonchalant way? <laughs> They're like, why don't you know about this movie? And you're just like, oh, I actually grew up uh, fucking cage fighting in, like, Belarus or something. Like <laughs> I hate when I learn about cool shit about other people. Yeah. <laughs> it's like not high roading, you know. <sighs> Anybody else like grow up religious at all? A little bit? A little bit. What did you do? Like wha how how do you feel you grew up religious? Like how did you participate? Uh like uh, I went to church camp several years in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the, the church on Sunday and like Do you go to C C D? You know what that is? It's like a, it's basically like Catholic school grooming where you get ready to do communion when you're 13. So, yeah. Well, I wasn't either because, yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> not a two-way street usually. <laughs> Actually, I guess I'll just fucking dump the bit, but have you seen the, Mi the ja Mike's Jackson, Michael Jackson documentary yet? Dude. Yeah, you really don't. You don't like. It's not a good time. Yeah. There's no like comedic relief like in. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. But no, I went to CCD school until I was 13 years old. My mom's Christian. We used to go to fucking. We used to, or she's Catholic. We used to go to like church every Sunday. We'd do the. We'd, we would do Lent. You know, we'd do Easter. Uh, the only thing I remember about the Bible, literally, is like that somebody wrote the Ten Commandments, and that guy had a neighbor who was trying to fuck his wife. <laughs> uh, he spent 10% of the commandments on, dude, do not fuck, don't even covet my wife. <laughs> like, forget fucking about her. Don't even covet her, dude. <laughs> like, thou shalt not. <laughs> Chad Theus. <laughs> Chadadiah? What's a funny biblical name for ch <laughs> for a Chad? Ch Chadadiah? I'm trying to. Ch ch Chad Theus? Yeah. What? <laughs> well, I want a Chad, like, like Chad Theus, Chadadiah, something like that. Chad Tholomew. <laughs> yeah, that's like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. So yeah. he goes, you know, thou shalt not kill. Don't take the Lord's name in vain. 
maybe don't, you know, I don't know, fuck <laughs> around on my wife. <laughs> yeah, chat all of you. Um, my, uh, my aunt passed away recently. Uh, and like, I just started doing like FaceTimes with my uncle. It's actually an uncle-in-law or whatever. Like, you know, obviously we're not related. Uh, but he was like, he was kind of always like a Republican, conservative, loudmouth, like angry type person. He lives in Florida. And uh, like my aunt was kind of like someone who would always moderate him at like Thanksgiving. She would kind of like keep him in check, like when, they were, when he would get heated or whatever. And so now that she's passed away, he's kind of like going over the edge. And he FaceTimed me the other day. And he's walking me around his Florida house. And he's like, this is where like the, he's like, or he goes, one of the cats ran away. He says like, it misses it misses Mary Lou, like a fucking, my, you know, your aunt. And it's like, it, he thinks it just like ran away to look for her or something. And he FaceTimes <laughs> me. Right, yeah. Like, it's like, it's, he was trying to be sentimental. He was like, you know, the house is not the same. And then he goes to the garden and like the, like the plants are dying. And he's just like, ever since your Mary Lou died, you know, these plants, they don't, they don't grow. They, just, they don't grow the same. And it's like, they're all withering. Uh, and then, like, I could see he's, like, FaceTiming me. We're about to say goodbye. And I see, like, a pile of laundry behind him. And I was like, what the fuck? What is that, Jerry? And he was like, yeah, ever since Mary Lou passed away, man, that the laundry just doesn't seem to do itself anymore. It's <laughs> and I was like, Jerry, are you not uh, watering the plants and feeding the cats either? <laughs> you guys get that joke at all? I, I don't think I got there in a punchy way. But the idea is that, yeah, he's, like, being sentimental. He's like, plants don't grow anymore. And he's like, you know, the cats, they don't. I love the excuse, the cats ran away to look. Like, it's like yeah. Like, like, uh, yeah, I think there's room for a joke there. And then I don't know how to get to, you know, oh, the laundry just don't do, do itself the way it used to. <laughs> Fuck you, Uncle Jerry. Uh, does anybody else do the thing where when so when a guy pulls up next to you at the urinal, you feel like you have to pee harder than him? <laughs> and longer, too. <laughs> like, I was sitting next to my boss, new boss, pulled up next to me at the urinal, and, like, I felt like I had to outpace him to finish. <laughs> like, he finished peeing before me, and I was like, mm-hmm. Meeting in five minutes. And what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who's the boss? That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good tag. Yeah. Healthy prostate, Samick. <clears throat> Um, I actually recently got a bidet. I got a bidet for my ass. Yeah, I'm about it. Cause I feel like uh, I'm just not trying to wipe poop into my skin anymore. <laughs> Cause that's all you were doing with the paper that you used to wipe your ass with. It's just fucking like, whoop. Looks like the paper's showing up yellow now. So I think <laughs> it's good enough for me to walk away. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, like, if I got a little bit of human poop on these shoes, I'm going to throw them away. I'm not going to fucking wipe it with paper and be like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, uh, my girlfriend, uh, my ex-girlfriend just recently told me that the hardest she ever came was with the shower head in our old apartment. <laughs> it was like a detachable shower head with a bunch of pressure settings, you know? And uh, so for that Valentine's Day, after she told me that I tried to buy her that shower head and try to find it on, on Amazon. <laughs> 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 
and like I knew I found it on Amazon because like all the reviews were from women. It was just like five star rating, five star rating. <laughs> <laughs> the women had like they had like pictures with the shower head. They were like, it's the ultimate experience. <laughs> <laughs> so I left a comment on the, the or I left a review for the shower head. I was like, hey man, stay away from my girlfriend, dude. <laughs> I know you're a shower head. How does that work? You guys like that? <laughs> uh, <coughs> I guess I don't, uh, I don't need it to be Valentine's Day and I don't need it to be an ex-girlfriend. Um, let's see what else. Uh, <laughs> I'll get there one second. <laughs> okay. I got, I got one for you. This is an easy one. This is just a question. Fuck, Mary, kill. Destiny's Child. <laughs> yep. Yep. Exactly. So it's the whole joke. You guys have heard the joke. It's you fuck. Or you marry Beyonce, the billionaire, multi-talented mogul. You fuck Kelly, and you kill the third one. <laughs> the third child. Like what the fuck? No one knows her name. <laughs> this is great. I'm like <laughs> she did not. Yeah, Kelly Rowland is Kelly Rowland is like the hottest one, I think. I think she's the hottest one. I fucking love but anyway. Beyonce, I'll fucking marry her, but shit, I'm fucking Kelly, dude. <laughs> Not this Oh, uh, you know what? You're biased. Your name's Kelly, I forgot. <laughs> okay. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Roland? <laughs> yeah. You could probably, yeah. Why did you bring that up? Yeah, what? You're definitely an easier lay than Kelly Roland. <laughs> I pretty much need $5,000 probably. <laughs> right? How much, what, what is your number? How much would I have to pay you? Yeah. Bottom, you'd be bottom. Yeah, this isn't exactly. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, it's not symmetrical for sure. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. People know. How much money? What? Get the fuck out of here, dude. What? Who cares? Who cares? You get a hundred thousand dollars, a hundred thousand just cash in the bank. Tell me you're not letting the guy just. What kind of fucking ego is this? <laughs> Who the fuck cares if you get fucking me out? I would straight up celebrate if if you made a status on Facebook. Yeah. No one's fucking hunting you down. And also, you'd be like. That's what I'm saying, dude. That's what I'm saying. And also, like, you know, you could piggyback that into like some fucking radio appearances and shit. Like, I'm the guy who got fucked for a hundred thousand dollars. Like, <laughs> you could at least make like twenty thousand more dollars like, off of the press. Yeah. Sway in the morning, 
I don't watch it, but I'm sure he'd put you on. Or the Breakfast Club, That's they'd probably talk to you. You could do a podcast about it. I'm that guy. <laughs> um, 15, I don't know, what the fuck, <laughs> one season? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll make a counter podcast. Or we can, like, banter. <laughs> like, he let me do it, but I'm broke now. <laughs> Um, I want to run this by you like uh, so I got into a fight with my brother recently I was yeah in I was home for Christmas and we both went out drinking and I got blackout drunk and when we came back we had gotten Taco Bell and I put my chalupas in the microwave oven with the wrapper on it and went to sleep because when you put the wrapper on the chalupa and you stick it in the microwave oven means it's safe like you're not allowed to eat it right like that's a universal sign that i will come back to this right the wrapper's on it you know what i mean you get what i'm saying if like the wrapper is still on the fucking chalupa and i put it in like a fucking oven it means it's safe like do not eat it i'm coming back to it it's not fair game right and so he fucking ate it and I woke up the next morning and just saw the wrapper on the table. And I went downstairs in the basement where it was like pitch black and I shook him awake and I was like, Danny, you ate my fucking chalupa. You knew I was gonna eat that this morning. And he was like, Victor, you ate it in front of me. <laughs> you were blackout drunk last night. <laughs> and I said, this isn't about my alcohol. And I burped in his face, <laughs> like this close to his face. <laughs> And me and him could smell the nacho cheese chicken chalupa on my breath. <laughs> so I just backed away. I was like, this isn't over. I like covered my mouth so I couldn't smell it. It's like, this isn't over, Danny. <laughs> Is that scan? Is that funny? <laughs> it is now. Fuck it. How, how do you, who's, who's next? Yeah. You guys ready for your next comic? Say hell yeah. Hell yeah. Too bad. <laughs> I want to, I'm practicing hosting, so, you know, I got to fucking, uh, you got to do things like make the crowd do the wave. How long have I been up here? Seven minutes? I'll do three more if you want me to. I mean, I started the Okay, cool. Uh, you ever like fake sick to uh, excuse your low energy? <laughs> I usually party very hard. <laughs> yeah, um, I like have a hateable face. <laughs> we we talked about this earlier. <laughs> I feel like baristas don't even ask for my name when I order. <laughs> They're just like, can we just get a black coffee for that dude? <laughs> I was like, can I get a latte with... <laughs> yeah, we got you, Richard. I don't know why, like, when I say Victor, uh, it often gets mistaked as Richard at, at, at Starbucks. I don't see it. You want to tell me why? Mm, okay. Yeah, it was. Do I sound like I have braces? 
Yeah. Okay, that's that's good. Um. Yeah, I don't have the the voice for radio for sure. I've given my phone number out on this radio station like four times now. <laughs> like the entire phone number. Two four zero seven five two five three five three. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't got a single call. <laughs> but uh one day. There's people that listen to this shit. A guy came to this fu- fucking joke workshop. He was like, you're Victor Trevino. I've heard your jokes on the radio. <laughs> Nicest dude. He, like, remembered bits from that I didn't remember doing. He's a comedian, too. He, I think he probably is. He seems, like, made of money. Mm. Have you ever... Uh, have you ever lied to somebody that you just met? <laughs> you don't think they're going to become your friend later in your life? <laughs> like, I told somebody at my work that I could do a kickflip. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, ever since I told them that, like, skateboarding has come up in conversation more often than I expected. <laughs> like, he thinks, he's always, like, pointing to other people. He's like, Victor can skate. He told me. <laughs> So I quit my job recently. I didn't get fired from my job, but I got laid off. <laughs> it's funny because, like, I feel like it's my manager figured out at some point that I wasn't a hardworking dude. Like, it was we're on a small team of eight. So, like, one of us wasn't doing work. D- what do you What do you do? Uh, Oh right, yeah. Cause you were saying you 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 beat Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, did PR for video games. Oh, interesting. What what? Pokemon, which Pokemon's? No, like uh, the trading card game, the video game, the TV show, like all that. Stuff. Crazy. He's a. He was a child. He was more childer than you. Yeah. The fuck. He wasn't manipulating anything. Right, and and a bunch of other useless Pokemon too, because he's <laughs> he did he did PR a year ago. There's so many trash Pokemon now. <laughs> There's one that has a key ring, and I look like a Pokemon. <laughs> His name Victor. <laughs> Is that the Pokemon you were thinking of, Capital? <laughs> uh, did you already wipe me or something? Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, I just thought that. Uh, I don't think I lied to you. I just wasn't listening. Okay, I thought you were clapping like. <laughs> and I figured you would have been like, oh, shit. Uh, uh, well, I mean. You don't have a I'll give the time back to the room. Yeah. I want the rest of the comics to get their fair shake. <laughs> I bump. Who did I bump? Dewat. He's like. <laughs> <laughs> Watch me go for 15 minutes and he comes back. <laughs> We're walking. If Dewad comes back and expects to do a set in front of us, we're all walking out. <laughs> like, uh, there's no way I'm just gonna be like, "Yeah, dude." <laughs> so funny. <laughs> <coughs> mm. 
my uh but my boss bef- like i know he used to think i worked really hard <laughs> he bought me a wrist rest for christmas like a pillow for my wrist to chill on <laughs> like he was <laughs> he would always look over at me typing and i guess he thought that i was working so hard my wrists were hurting <laughs> he bought me a pillow for my wrist uh, all right, I have totally, I have so many bits that I've written down right here. <laughs> this is true. I was at fucking Milk Bar. I just set up Milk Bar. And, like, before the, my set, uh, I went to, like, get a drink, and I sat down next to this girl, and her boyfriend came back and was like, hey, I'm sitting there. And it was like a weird exchange. I was like, okay, well, I'm just getting a drink. I'll be really quick. And I got the drink. And then I just like hung around. And you could tell like, there was just like weird tension there. Uh, and then like, I went on stage and I was do I did a full set. But like when I was about to finish, like I looked at my hand because I had notes on my hand. And he wanted, to, he heckled me. He was like, you have your, you have notes written on your hand? <laughs> I pulled out. I was like, yeah, man, it just says, uh, be yourself. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I, like, showed him that shit. <laughs> and it's, like, just the whole fucking crowd was against him. And then I just closed the set. And it was, like, beautiful. <laughs> it's, like <laughs> it's uh, It looks so good. Fucking. Anyway. Okay. That's all I'll do. Fucking. Thank you, Capital P. Thank you, Kelly Evans. Thank you a lot. <laughs> the very funny Victor Trevino, ladies and gentlemen. Or... Gentlemen, I guess. We're not. I don't assign your gender to you. You know, that is your thing. All right. I don't want to seem. This is all recorded. So, I, you know, I should be a lot more careful about the shit that I say on this microphone. And I have not been at all. Like, I've said some horrible things here. Like, there's. Oh, my God. Like, stuff that I should not have admitted, you know, like on a recorded forum. <laughs> this is, I'm just really hoping, see my job involves selling alcohol, so I just assume that like, nobody gives a shit what you, they're like, ah, it's a bunch of fucking drunks, nobody cares what you say, you know? It's like, you're not like, you have to have a college degree for that, you just have to know how to drink and, you know, sell shit. Anyway, Victor, uh, I'm not really surprised that nobody's calling your number, you just propositioned for me for sex, <laughs> you admitted that you eat food that's been sitting in a non-temperature controlled fucking <laughs> microwave oven for who knows how long. The next day is when you plan to eat it. You know, you sound like you have braces. I mean, you're not selling yourself here is what I'm saying. I just like, you know, there we go. That's actually a good idea. People should prank call you. Just people don't care, I guess. You know, it's a, what kind of world are we living in? I don't know what I'm talking about. I keep wanting to like, I had something in my head about the way that you look because the way that you're dressed. <laughs> but then I fucking lost it, and it was so good. Uh, you don't have a voice for radio unless that radio is at a middle school, you know? Projects, not the teacher. Anyway, um, all right, that is that is it. Unless anybody has some startling revelations that they'd like to share with us. Shut up. So thank you very much for attending this. Uh, actually, it was a fun night, you know? Watch and learn. Mutiny Radio, we get a chance to fuck around, just, you know? come up with some funny shit and we don't have to actually record it because it's online. Like, why would you, when I see people record their setup here, it makes me laugh. I'm like, why, why are you, what? <laughs> like you realize we're on a fucking radio station. That shit is online. Like you're defeating the entire purpose of the point of this. 
that'd be great, you know? Like, I'm sure that doesn't cost anything. I'm sure we could just... That's actually not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. What did we say earlier about not telling Pam what to do? All right, Victor, you're about to get fucking hated on, bro. Fucking, you better drop some money in that fucking bucket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. I just want to say, Victor did drop money in the bucket. You? Yeah, everybody dropped money in the bucket. All right, cool. Well, thank you very much, folks. Have a great night. Come back next Saturday, 8 p.m. Com today for showtimes and tickets. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer ya. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> hey, everybody. Listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. Mr. Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. 
And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere fun every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. So if you want to win, you have to have lots of cannabis energy. And the swellest way I know to get it is just by using Green Army Skincare. Boy, they're just crammed full of cannabis energy. They're more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you circling the base 10 times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. Why, no sooner that you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you practically feel the new strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army Skincare is a good, wholesome product. They're made with body-nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army Skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Join thegreenarmy.com. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to invite you down to Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. Uh, we've got great food by our kitchen counter offer, burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. Uh, every Saturday night, we've got live rock and roll, some of the best local bands in San Francisco and touring acts as well. Come on down, 10 p.m., rock and roll, only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge, always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m., Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen special. Shot a bullet bourbon and a can of California lager for 8 bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open uh, in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shot. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. 
Spark is San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the best in-store experience with its extensive menu, friendly staff, and one of the few cannabis vape lounges in San Francisco. Spark welcomes you to visit its two great locations as a medical patient or for recreational adult use in 2018. Spark is located at 1256 Mission Street between 8th and 9th and at 473 Haight Street at Fillmore. Both locations are open until 10 p.m. every night. Spark staff looks forward to serving you. Rainbow Grocery, a worker-owned and operated food cooperative located at 1745 Folsom Street in the Mission District of San Francisco. Let's hear what locals have to say about Rainbow Grocery. Their bulk section is dope AF. I love their, their variety of cheese and home decor items uh, and this of unique items that you can't find anywhere else. Their cheese section is insane. I love Rainbow Grocery because it's the number one grocery store to shop at when you're having a potluck and need to fulfill everyone's dietary needs. They don't have meat. Rainbow Grocery Cooperative, an amazing San Francisco staple since 1975. <laughs> For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bare exoskeleton Contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com. Timstesseract.com. So you want to be a comic? It's not as easy as we make it look. But that's because Mutiny Radio has eight hours a week of open mic stage time for all your comedy workout needs. Strain those improv muscles every Sunday from four to six at Getting Sketchy with David Stolowitz. Press out those new jokes every Monday, six to eight on Joke Workshop with four-minute sets and four-minute critiques from everyone positive by host Pam Benjamin. Pump those dick jokes every Thursday 7 to 9 with True Hustle Thursdays. Hashtag THC. That's hashtag THC. You want more open mics? Fridays 6 to 8. Happy hour with guest host and George D. Smith. Pew, pew, pew. Four open mics every week at Mutiny Radio, brother. 
after work and take a seat at Asiento, a great place to meet friends, have delicious tapas and drinks, and relax with your neighbors. Located at Bryant 21st Street in the Deep Mission, Kitty Corner Block from Mutiny Radio. Come and get a drink during the comedy festival and enjoy happy hour pricing all night long with your festival ticket. A great neighborhood bar. Come take a seat at Asiento. The Roxy Theater is San Francisco's favorite nonprofit art house cinema, bringing you the best, coolest, weirdest, most thought provoking movies of the past, present, and future. Hands down, there is no better way to get your film fix than at this legendary historic theater. Visit www.roxy.com. That's www.roxie.com today for showtimes and tickets. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> hey, everybody. Listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. Mr. Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. 
And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> soldiers would use to get past the sentry and up to the front. Well, here's a password that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. So if you want to win, you have to have lots of cannabis energy. And the swellest way I know to get it is just by using Green Army Skincare. Boy, they're just crammed full of cannabis energy. They're more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you use circling the base 10 times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. Why, no sooner that you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you practically feel the new strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army Skincare is a good, wholesome product. They're made with body nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Join thegreenarmy.com. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to invite you down to Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. Uh, We've got great food by our kitchen counter offer, burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. Every Saturday night, we've got live rock and roll, some of the best local bands in San Francisco and touring acts as well. Come on down, 10 p.m., rock and roll, only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge, always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m., Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen special. Shot of bullet bourbon and a can of California lager for 8 bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open uh, in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shout. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. 
Spark is San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the best in-store experience with its extensive menu, friendly staff, and one of the few cannabis vape lounges in San Francisco. Spark welcomes you to visit its two great locations as a medical patient or for recreational adult use in 2018. Spark is located at 1256 Mission Street between 8th and 9th and at 473 Haight Street at Fillmore. Both locations are open until 10 p.m. every night. Spark staff looks forward to serving you. Rainbow Grocery, a worker-owned and operated food cooperative located at 1745 Folsom Street in the Mission District of San Francisco. Let's hear what locals have to say about Rainbow Grocery. Their bulk section is dope AF. I love their, their variety of cheese and home decor items uh, and this of unique items that you can't find anywhere else. Their cheese section is insane. I love Rainbow Grocery because it's the number one grocery store to shop at when you're having a potluck and need to fulfill everyone's dietary needs. They don't have meat. Rainbow Grocery Cooperative, an amazing San Francisco staple since 1975. <laughs> For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bare exoskeleton Contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com. Timstesseract.com. So you want to be a comic? It's not as easy as we make it look. But that's because Mutiny Radio has eight hours a week of open mic stage time for all your comedy workout needs. Strain those improv muscles every Sunday from four to six at Getting Sketchy with David Stolowitz. Press out those new jokes every Monday, six to eight on Joke Workshop with four-minute sets and four-minute critiques from everyone positive by host Pam Benjamin. Pump those dick jokes every Thursday 7 to 9 with True Hustle Thursdays. Hashtag THC. That's hashtag THCT. You want more open mics? Fridays 6 to 8. Happy hour with guest host and George D. Smith. Pew, pew, pew. Four open mics every week at Mutiny Radio, brother. 
Asiento. Come in after work and take a seat at Asiento, a great place to meet friends, have delicious tapas and drinks, and relax with your neighbors. Located at Bryant 21st Street in the Deep Mission, Kitty Corner Block from Mutiny Radio. Come and get a drink during the comedy festival and enjoy happy hour pricing all night long with your festival ticket. A great neighborhood bar. Come take a seat at Asiento. The Roxy Theater is San Francisco's favorite nonprofit art house cinema, bringing you the best, coolest, weirdest, most thought provoking movies of the past, present, and future. Hands down, there is no better way to get your film fix than at this legendary historic theater. Visit www.roxy.com. That's www.roxie.com today for showtimes and tickets. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> hey, everybody. Listen to the weekly review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti capitalist program. We interview community organizers activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. friends here at mutinyradio.fm. Chester Cashcock here and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse 
every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastics books the best of San Francisco and beyond underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastics deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> secret word that soldiers would use to get past the sentry and up to the front. Well, here's a password that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. So if you want to win, you have to have lots of cannabis energy. And the swellest way I know to get it is just by using Green Army Skincare. Boy, they're just crammed full of cannabis energy. There are more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you circling the base 10 times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. Why, no sooner that you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you practically feel the new strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army Skincare is a good, wholesome product. They're made with body nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Join thegreenarmy.com. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to invite you down to Bender's Barn Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. Uh, We've got great food by our kitchen counter offer, burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. Uh, every Saturday night, we've got live rock and roll, some of the best local bands in San Francisco and touring acts as well. Come on down, 10 p.m., rock and roll, only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge, always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m., Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen specials. Shot of Bullet Bourbon and a can of California Lager for 8 bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open uh, in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shout. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Oh, yeah. It goes down. Come smoke with your boy. 
Grinder. Spark is San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the best in-store experience with its extensive menu, friendly staff, and one of the few cannabis vape lounges in San Francisco. Spark welcomes you to visit its two great locations as a medical patient or for recreational adult use in 2018. Spark is located at 1256 Mission Street between 8th and 9th and at 473 Haight Street at Fillmore. Both locations are open until 10 p.m. every night. Spark staff looks forward to serving you. This is Delightful Dave, and we are now friends of the pod, and it's 4 o'clock, and it's the afternoon, and it's Delightful Dave. So, uh, welcome to our show. We have nobody here yet except our first guests, who are the band. I will have them coming in here soon. Um, in the meantime, let's see, what do we have going on? We have a whole bunch of people coming soon. I have to grab my laptop. Hold on. This is like the Sarah's solo show where Sarah had to do everything herself. And the, and the show was crazy. Hey, why don't you guys come in and have, um, have a seat? Yeah, one person there and one. Take, yeah, take the. Where my. Um, where the. Uh, yeah, that's good. Let me get your mics. So introduce yourselves. You, you met Sarah Sparkles last night? and Yeah, yeah. I'm a. Uh, I'm Quiz the Kid from Baltimore. Nah, my buddy Carl, we grew up together. I uh, just moved out here and it was kind of strange. We were talking about like seeing Sarah down there because <laughs> he hasn't been there in like a year, right. like winters. We just showed up at the right time and there she was. She was saying that uh, she had a show today and that like she didn't have a, she wasn't sure if certain guests were going to show. So I yeah. thought like, we, we usually like to music and yeah we usually like to overload on guests and in, in the hope that well <laughs> well some of them hey, don't show the but there are some times <laughs> where we had five people sh- uh, five bands up or not well five people five guests show and it was like okay we're gonna have a long show but right. that was that was three hours so we're not only two hours we have to like pack it in a yeah. nice tighter and neater so. yeah we just we dropped and you know it, it all happened quick like i'm happy to be here it's awesome man yeah so um so uh, tell us where you came from how the band started well I uh, I've always been into like the hip hop scene mm-hmm. and like always followed it, but I've, I'm a really '90s type of person. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I don't, you know, I, I respect all the music, even the even the newer stuff that's coming out. Yeah. That's totally different from right. the '90s era. You know what I mean? Oh, t- oh totally. But uh, it was really when uh, I got in some trouble and uh, I had to take a little a little staycation. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> that's when I started writing because I've always yeah. written poetry and written in journals my whole life as my own little outlet. Right. So once I got, you know, put away and I, I could figure something with it, I, I, I was always really self-conscious of it. I didn't want people to hear it. But once I started putting it out and people were like showing me the love, showing me the support, and it's yeah. like, man, why not just go for it? You know what I mean? Yeah. 
So yeah, it's. I've it's had one of those experiences lately, not not incarceration wise, but just <laughs> like I reached an end of a road and was like, okay, that was fun, and I'll do something else. In fact, it'll be the thing that I thought I was doing the whole time, but just <laughs> wasn't actually getting paid for that thing. So I'll just yeah, <laughs> that's that's definitely it. Like right now, I uh, I just had an interview this morning. I'm gonna be working at a bakery. Awesome. And it's like, it's so far from like, <laughs> from what people would expect yeah. like where you work uh, I work at a bakery you know what I mean like yeah. that I guess it's more or less like I'm more focused because I had a chance to work in union like I yeah, did yeah. carpentry and all this construction stuff and you know it, it pays but yeah, that's something you got to commit to you yeah. know what I mean I don't my commitment's to music so right. that's what I want to be my career this is just kind of feeding feeding me and keeping me yeah. alive and schedule wise it's perfect for yeah you. <laughs> because and it's it perfectly fixed your schedule exactly <laughs> exactly yeah all right so so uh, Tell how'd you uh, how you join the band and oh, no, <laughs> or join the crew? <laughs> I'm just the driver. You're just the driver. So how did did you meet Sarah as well? Huh? Did you meet Sarah last night as well? Yeah, okay. I met her I through him. Sarah, uh, I guess I moved to Pacifica across the street from her yeah. two years ago. Yeah. And uh, used to go out to the bar with her. Or so uh, in, introduce yourself. What what what's your name? Oh, Carl. Carl, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, see, so uh, what do you what do you do? What's your what's your night job or day job? Uh, I work <laughs> on airplanes, actually. Ah. Yeah, I don't I don't want to say like who for anything. Like mechanic. Yeah. I'm yeah. A mechanic, yeah. Yeah. Nice. I um I spent a, f- a couple of years in Minneapolis, uh, and I was less than a mile from the airport and there was a lot of people who worked for northwest airlines around there yeah, yeah i'm sure <laughs> and, it's h- and heard it yeah. <laughs> the i was my house was right in the approach pattern on the right runway i think it was and so uh Man, yeah I could, I, could, I could see yeah i that could wave to my wow, house as I, if i was on the left side of the car of a, of a plane i could wave to my house as oh, i went yeah. down that is loud too like <laughs> and it was like i could count it was like three seconds night. before the wheels would touch it would be about my house yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's cool <laughs> um, so, so you just arrived here uh, recently. So you, yeah, I uh, I just got to LA four months ago. Yeah. Um, Baltimore is just—it's <laughs> a wild city, man. Like if you're not if you're not from there, it, it's hard to oh, do yeah, anything there. You know I what bet. I mean? So LA is uh, well, LA was so welcoming as and far also as like for music. Baltimore, how would you get there? You know, who would who? Would, what would you do to to go into Baltimore from somewhere else? You know what, what do you mean? mean? What industry would you be in to be? Uh, to if mo- I stayed mo- there. No, to move for somebody to move to Baltimore. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I guess what? I, I know there's a, like I did construction my whole life, so I know there's a lot of construction there's jobs. Of but we're also really famous for our seafood, so I guess sure. if you're a crabber, crabber, you know, yeah, yeah, you can make a lot of money I was actually born in way. Delaware, so oh yeah, and I'm Rehoboth. Uh, yeah, my family Rehoboth. Wilmington. Oh, Wilmington. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been up. My Wilmington dad worked a for times. Dupont. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you were a chemical company, in the chemical company, probably or any. Yeah, any industry thing. You were either Delaware or New Jersey. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's uh. It's definitely. LA is very, very welcoming it's in the music. Mm-hmm. Um, Baltimore isn't. It's yeah. they're, they're very specific on, you know, what they want to hear about. Yeah, I bet. And what they want to hear about, unfortunately, <laughs> isn't what I do. You right. know what I mean? I'm not a thug. I'm not the plug. I'm not a gangster. It's just... <laughs> Yeah. It's just I'm a little white boy that grew up in the wrong place and just you know I just yeah. people relate to it. So right. coming out here, yeah, LA was an experience. Um, it's also very competitive. There's a lot of oh, people. I bet, like yeah. I was unaware how many people, which is kind of crazy that I yeah. didn't think about that. But tons of people come <laughs> yeah. there for music. Yeah. So not only are you forcing to beat yourself, 
you're forcing yourself to beat all these other people as far as getting to that finish yeah. line. So but, yeah. out here, it's just it's a lot more chill. Mm-hmm. I like it here. It's it's you know this so yeah, there's a lot of people who, who kind of live up here or stay around here or Santa Cruz and then go to L.A. when they actually want to, you know, do their gig. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a couple good spots out there. Like uh, when I performed at Hollywood Hotel, that was a uh, that was fun. It was a great night. Good people showed up. It was mm-hmm. always it was really welcoming. It was like everybody shows love pretty much, especially because I do a lot of open mics mm-hmm. and uh everybody's always pretty cool with open mics they support even if you're up there bombing man like they're still clapping <laughs> yeah, for you they yeah. want, it's it's more about the practice you know what i mean getting in front yeah, of people that's, that's good to know to I'm, stuff yeah, out. I, I, yeah i've been trying to get on that list and make to actually go up and do a set for one yeah you should do it man <laughs> yeah it's empowering it is Makes you feel like yeah. you're somebody yeah. you know what i mean everybody's yeah. somebody in yeah. california <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, sarah actually did that once she mentioned that she uh did stand up once and probably yeah. terrified the first time <laughs> doing karaoke the first time I did the first time karaoke but I'm not really a karaoke person but yeah. you know I had to do it I think that uh, I think that <laughs> that kind of helped me as far as like making songs was yeah. I, I started just playing guitar and singing okay. and that was like my first love in music mm-hmm. was playing this guitar when I learned a couple chords but I couldn't I'm like I couldn't sing like these other people so it was hard to do my like covers on music so I was like man if I just make my own stuff, I can make it however I want to because uh-huh. it's mine. Right. And, like, it takes so long for me to – because I'm novice at guitar. I can play a couple chords, and mm-hmm. I can stay on beat and stuff. But it's so much easier when I have, you know, that, that background tempo, and it's just kind of freestyle writing. You yeah. know what I mean? I just – I put out so much more material that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? I kind of keep the guitar and singing for, like, me my friends, kind of like the chill sessions. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Yeah. Um, are you a uh, song first or uh, lyric first? I find the beats and okay. then uh, then I write to them. You know what I mean? Sense. It's uh it's more or less a lot of them because uh, a lot of my styles a lot of like like '90s boom bap where it's kind of the same tempo through yeah. and you can change your flow with what you're saying. So a lot of them I can you know I can turn on the beat and rap four or five different songs I have to that beat because right. it's it's just how it is it's you know improv I mean? you got yeah you're improv <laughs> it as you go and kind of making your own flow so yeah I'd uh man I, I'm short on cash so I'm, it's hard to start <laughs> up because I want to just be my own producer you know what yeah. I mean I want to be able to produce everything myself and how technology is nowadays anybody can right get garage man hundred dollar mic <laughs> you're in there you know what I mean yeah, you, yeah. you got it so it would be nice to do it myself because it's definitely uh, a trade that I want to learn. Uh-huh. I want to learn how the whole beat making process, the mixing, mastering, like it's kind of like a second, like career. Yeah. It's like a second <laughs> thing to me where yeah. I, I, I don't know much about it. I've only produced one song, you know yeah. what I mean? The rest, I had other people helping me out with it. So yeah, doing this show forced me to figure out how to actually do all that stuff. And it was like, wow, this is, well, it's, it's simple, but it can get complicated mm-hmm. really fast. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know the basics to it are, are, it's pretty like a simple thing, like record master. I like it's yeah. two steps, you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. the stuff that goes behind it, like the, this, like the volume levels, if they're not too high, like they might sound high in headphones or something. When right. you put it on a stereo, it don't sound anything the same. Right. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's a lot of, um, trial and error yeah. you know what i mean you worrying about clipping and compressing right. and all that stuff right right <laughs> yeah um let's see so um oh wait hey, we got a caller i was just gonna that's the other thing we do is uh when we need a break we just take a caller and then oh, okay. you go set up hold on let me whoops let me uh let me get the caller the uh 
This is Friends of the Pod at Mini Radio. Who's this? Hey, what's up? It's Sarah Sparkles. Hey, Sarah Sparkles. How are you doing? I was just listening to the show. Aren't, aren't you so stoked that, that, um, that I met my friend Jake last night? But wait, what did I you say? Quiz. I mean, Chris, I said, aren't you stoked that I, I met? Oh, Matt, yes. <laughs> yes, yeah. What's up, Sarah? Uh, hi, how you doing? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? When are you coming here, man? Uh, we're, on, uh, we're on our way. Bob Hilario's right behind me. And, oh, yeah. Um, we'll be there, I, I want to say, like 15 minutes, maybe. All right, cool. All right, cool. Um, but um, I know everybody's running late today. It's like, ridiculous i'm always running late so i'm ahead of the trends but, but <laughs> yeah i was warned last night you said 2 30 and somebody else said nah she won't be here till five <laughs> yeah <laughs> i beat you to it <laughs> that my fucking wife is not there right now either so there's that yeah get out the way she was supposed to be coming so she's, well i guess you know, we got here before you been right but, <laughs> yeah. but um, guess, who, I, guess who's I, here sarah who's here Who's there? Alvaro. I just just stepped in the door. Hi, Alvaro. I had <laughs> earlier, and I was like, I'm running back. He's like, and he's like, I'm on my way. I'm like, okay. But um, so uh, we're we're coming in hot, and um, and yeah, I know Claudia's oh, gonna be yeah. there if she's not there already, with her lovely self, and um, and yeah, so I'm excited, and we were listening quiz to your um to your music, um up until now when I called and it's just impressive Flint. excellent I'm so glad I got to meet you last night and I'm so glad you're free to do the show today so. but yeah. yeah and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it Damn! Are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. It's 8 o'clock. It's Friday night. It's time for Fantastic's Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. Yay! This is Baby's second night out. This is Falcor's second set. Well, third, really, because we did happy hour as well. So this is the third time he's been on stage to make my jokes funnier and, uh, and much more agreeable. I wore this outfit. Oh, I can finally see myself in it. I specifically dressed to accentuate the kitty's astronauty look. So I, I'm, he's, he's, this is like his rocket cat. Na, 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 no one knows the words. <laughs> Except there's one point in that song where he talks about his wife and I'm like, oh, I think you do protest too much, sweetie. I think we all know Elton John with those sparkly glasses, uh, what was going on. But uh, yay, so I have a cat strapped to me, and that is lovely. Uh, 
Charity's friend is coming, and my friend Amanda's here. Uh, Falcor's first mom, give it up for her, saving him. <laughs> saving him from death. He was like less than a pound, like a half a pound, this amazing cat, kitten you see before you now, this, um, this enormous beast of a kitten. He was half a pound, and he was dying, and he was covered with fleas. She tells me the story about his eyes with fleas on his eyes, and she still picked him up and wasn't freaked out. Like, I'd be like, oh, gross. What do you do with these things? Like, <laughs> gross, I look like I'm going to die. Jonathan, do something. <laughs> like, that's, that's what I say when there's cute animals. Does anyone else own, um, own? Own is the worst word. I hate that. I feel like... I feel like the word own for a I'm like, are we bringing this back to slavery? I don't own this cat. Like, he is, we are lucky enough to share our lives with one another. Like, there's something happening. I get, are you, you, you're a cat owner? How dare, how dare we think we can own these majestic creatures? These aliens from the sky. Like, I really feel like cats are alien beings from other planets who came here to make our lives better and the Chinese Chinese have known for thousands of years that's why they bow with one hand to the cat those weird little cat thing what are those cat statues about they're praying to something right they're praying to the cat the cat gods of wonderment like may my life be okay yeah have a cat <laughs> pet a cat why do people want dogs? I don't get it. Why would you want to go out twice a day to walk it around, pick up poo? I used to have dogs, and it is so gross when you pick up a warm handful of dog shit. It's like the worst. It's like Burning Man on steroids. It's like, it's not even your poo. It's like another animal's poo. I'm sorry, you're eating a burrito. I feel terrible right now. I'm talking about dog shit, and you're, the burritos across the street are really delicious. <laughs> I'm so terrible. Cat? Uh, cat feces, however, is easy. <laughs> they go in a box. <laughs> I just don't understand, like, why. And people keep, they see me on the street now with the cat walking around. They're like, oh, does he like it? And I'm like, well, he doesn't hate it. Like, he's not clawing to get his way out. He's not, like, angry or, like, crying. Like, I think things are okay. I'm like, oh, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see enough cats out in the world. Like, yeah, I don't know. Is he freaking out? Is he still, are you hiding in there? <laughs> Come on out. Make my jokes funnier. Come on, cat. You can do it. He is, he is so cute. I have cat calling jokes, but they, <laughs> they, I'm trying to call the cat right now. Come on. Is that why it's called cat calling? Because we kiss at the cats? This is something I was thinking about the other day. Why do we all instinctively kiss at cats to try to get them to come to us? They don't know that. Like, he doesn't get it yet that, like, means come here like and I sit there and I'm like Falcor and he doesn't he doesn't do anything because cats don't listen to you <laughs> no they do they respond they were uh but I guess that's why it's called cat calling because you kiss at cats come here and that's what you do at women is come here neither of it works it's just it's the same thing it doesn't work on cats either it doesn't work on women although I did I did um, have a difficulty the other day figuring out the difference between uh, cat calling and complimenting uh, I, I was walking in the tenderloin and uh, a man said girl you got a nice fit on today and I was like, that's a comp that's a well-crafted compliment, sir. I am a fit and I'm wearing a nice outfit. Good work. <laughs> good, good thing. Uh, and another another man said, Girl, you've been living a long time to look 22. Compliment. <laughs> Not catcall. Compliment. Well-crafted compliment. 
uh, still another man commented on my appearance without me asking to. I guess that's what catcalling is, is like when someone <laughs> overtly comments on your appearance without being like, hey, without putting it on Facebook with a picture. Like, what do you think of this outfit? <laughs> like, <laughs> when you're just on the street and someone gives their opinion. Uh, but he was like, oh, I like that skirt. Can I get my hand in there and get a sniff? Oh, what? That is catcalling. That is where we made the switch. Nice skirt compliment. Didn't want it, but still had the underneath sniffing bad. Gross. Also, like, kind of gay. Why do you want to smell my boyfriend's cum? Like, that is so weird. I, I don't shower much, so pff, gross. Gross. Oh, catcall me. Is he out? Yeah, it's so cute when he comes out. Come on. Come on, Falcor. Come on out. Everybody cat call the cat. Kitty, 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 kitty. Everybody kitty, kitty. Did he come? Is he looking? Kitty, kitty. So he's on the side. He feels safe under there like he's he's hidden and... Mm, God, he's so cute. Okay. I know. It's It just, it, it, it really... I've been just trying to... This has been the other weird thing is that I've never realized that San Francisco is actually quite a friendly pa- place until you strap a kitten on your stomach and walk around, get on the 19 bus. The 19 bus, usually scary, usually awful and makes me like think twice about living in the Tenderloin. I'm like, oh, we're going to just do heroin on the bus now. Okay, that's great. All right, it's the 19. Then you write it off. Well, it's the 19 poke. Suddenly, you get on the 19 poke, everybody is nice. They talk about their, they're like, I don't know, what, where did you get $34 on Amazon? I can afford that. That's amazing. Are you, people, are you beta testing? Are you part of the team that built this amazing contraption? Is there, are you getting a cut when everybody's, the huge rush on cat astronaut backpacks on the Amazon? Are you getting a cut of this? No, I just, I'm a crazy cat lady and I really, want to walk around with a cat all the time. It's, my life has improved greatly. <laughs> all right. <laughs> it has. <laughs> Anyone, get a cat. Da-na-na-na. Like, get, seriously, get a cat. They will make your life so much better. And you can, you can take them places. It's not, you don't just have to leave them at home and feel guilty all the time when you have a life. <laughs> you can actually just, like, share a life with me, cat. Like, and they're just such understanding partners. They just really, like, they just get it. And you don't even have to talk. I'm sorry. I don't want to start crying again. This happened yesterday at an open mic. I like started getting like about all the cats, thinking about all the cats I saw in Greece that lived under cars. And I was like, I want to take all the cats. I want to be like that crazy Tinder lady and hug all the cats, (laughs) like hug all of them and cry and get popular and do other videos about cats. (laughs) Like (laughs) make fun of me. I wish the world would make fun of me when I cry on the internet. Instead, it's like two views, and one is my mom. And we haven't talked in like six years, so that's funny. No, I'm kidding. I don't put videos of myself up on the internet. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. I don't have the technology. Uh, I, uh, I have a dumb phone still. <laughs> I do. I'm sorry, you guys. I won't embrace. Uh, the only technology I will embrace are these awesome cat packs. <laughs> the future is now. Okay, we'll sing the song, and we'll get to all the comics tonight. Yay! Because I rambled about cats. I was only dirty like once. Is it, is it, let me ask you a question real quick though. Is the come, the boyfriend coming smell thing, is that too gross? Like, will people in Arkansas have a problem with that? (laughs) (laughs) And now the question gets deeper. Well, in Arkansas, I don't know. I probably, you probably shouldn't talk about smelling like cum in Arkansas. Cool. (laughs) 
so scared. Uh, other than, yeah, here, here, that joke is fine. That's just par for the course. But yeah, middle America, we might have a problem. Let's sing a song together. Yay. M U T I N Y, comedy, Cubhouse, comedy. Comedy. Together we will bring our jokes up high. Hi, hi, hi. M U T I N Y, comedy, Clubhouse. You want to come inside my Clubhouse? Uh, all right. Thanks, guys, for being here. This is very exciting. We have a, a, a every Friday we have a great lineup, and I'm super, super excited for tonight. Uh, we have really, really funny people, and they're here to make you laugh. And thank you for being here, audience people. Yay, audience people! You make the show so much more fun. <laughs> Otherwise, we have to like think about all the radio listeners that are out there and be like, they're there, they're there, right? There are people who are not just like shouting into the void, like. Oh, Anybody, if you tell a joke and no one laughs, is it really a joke? Like, is it, or is it just a poem? Oh, oh, how many poems can we get tonight, huh? Uh, none from your first comedian. He's so funny. He runs OMG uh, on Tuesdays, and he's a great host and a really funny, funny, funny guy. Clap your hands wildly for Boris Shakurko! Yay! Guys, can we clap for Pam? It's so funny. I've never seen, I've never seen one of those cat backpacks before. But you know that it's like it's all cute when you know you have a cat, you put it in a backpack, you wear it. That's cute. But you know that the next step is going to be someone walking around with six backpacks, like just like all around, just like you got one in the front, you got one. It's gonna, it's gonna become mayhem on the 19. It's gonna be, you know, it's gonna be like, just. They're going to have to lower the wheelchair thing for that person to get on. It's going to be a very depressing, it's going to be a very depressing endeavor. It'll be like, oh, are any of them out? It's like, chances are one of them is. One of them is probably looking through that hole. That's a cute, that's a cute cat. Do we like cats? We all love cats, right? I was, uh, I, uh, I was babysitting two cats, two twin cats recently, and they're very cute. And I was like, I kind of, I finally kind of like understood pets and cats. Like, I was playing around for like an hour, and I was like, I'm not lonely anymore. Like, that's all. <laughs> it's all it took was a little meow and a little, kss, kss, just a little. Like, I didn't even come. I'm just not lonely anymore. <laughs> I didn't even need to. The urge is gone. I would like a cat now. That's all it is. It's a, it's a, it's not a good road to go down, honestly. Unless you get in the backpack. Well, it's a scary situation too, because sometimes I've left my backpack in places. I don't know how people would. I don't know how people would feel about me leaving a, a backpack with a cat. Can you imagine? Like, you're at some open mic. You know, you're drinking. Da da da. Everyone leaves. You see a backpack in the corner. You open it up. Try to see a notebook. Whose name is it? It's a cat! Like, can you imagine? It's a cat! A fucking cat! I was gonna kind of try, you know, it's... Th that kind of would be the best, though. Like, I've... If I f randomly found the cat backpack, <laughs> that might... Uh, yeah, no, literally, literally, it's like, oh, cool. The Lord, the storks don't exist, but this does, and I'm fine with that too. I don't, this is equally as good. This is, if not better. Well, now I'm picturing a cat backpack, but it's not fair. It's only for cats. You got to do one for dogs, right? And that just doesn't work. It just, can you imagine a Siberian husky in a backpack like that? Just like face mushed to get, like, like, get me the, just like a big fucking, a huge, yeah. 
I don't have a cat backpack. I just have a belly. It's it's equally as it's equally as circular. If you look it in the right way, something might pop out. Might be a burrito from yesterday. You don't know. It's not coming out. Give it some time. We'll see what happens. Why did they respond to that? I don't know. I actually don't. I, why do they respond to? Well, is it is it kisses or is it like? That's a. See, that's a. Yeah, it's. Uh, although that's also like a didn't we just vote about keeping animals in that small of a space like did, wasn't that one of the things we as San Franciscans were like <laughs> look let people get dialysis and stop putting chickens into fucking backpacks that was one of the here's a better idea chicken in a backpack you got the you can get eggs out of the backpack I that's a that's a way to run a portable farm uh, that would be did we all vote? Did we all vote yeah, this week? Yeah, we did. It's funny. I don't know if you've seen, but like a lot of people on the internet, a lot of people on Facebook are like, for some reason I keep seeing people be like, there's no better feeling than like voting out a Republican. And as someone who grew up in San Francisco, never, never have I ever done that. Like never. <laughs> the closest I've come to is voting out some extremely left-wing liberal for a full-on commie. That's the closest I've come to in San Francisco, to vote out a Republican. Like, I'd have to move to Daly City. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Fuck it. God, I want a cat. Uh, it's gonna, it's gonna stick with me. Like, fuck. You don't even need comedy, dude. Just go spend time with a cat. But what if the cat doesn't like you? Cause I was, so I was babysitting two twin cats. One of them didn't like me. The other one did, cause I think it was a little competitive. Uh, and I was like, well, what if you get a cat and they don't like you? You can't bring them back to the SPCA, you can't bring them back to, you can't throw them back into the fucking forest with wolves, like, I, you just, it wasn't a good fit, it's not a date, like, <laughs> I just feel like we're, you know, we have different goals, and I respect yours too, it's just, it's not the right fit, um, well, that's fun, I, uh, I'm trying to think what else I know about cats, I know that the, uh, the city of uh, the city of Jerusalem. It's a little history fact that I know. The city of Jerusalem used to have a very big problem with rats. Uh, historically, I don't know why there was a big problem with rats. And then, in order to get rid of the cats, they imported a bunch of cats because then the cats took took care of the rats. So now the city of Jerusalem has a bunch of stray cats just all over town. And the same thing happened because uh, there was like Palestinians and then we brought in the Jews to take them out you know it's a very similar situation <laughs> and now there's just a lot of Jews just stray Jews walking around Jerusalem that's what happened it's so funny that you brought up the 19 bus because I fucking hate the 19 bus I fucking with all my this is no joke no joke I was on the 19 bus two weeks ago I was walking, it was an empty bus, there was one woman on the bus, I was walking by her, I could feel her eyes were following me. You know what that feels like when you know someone's just like following, like you know when someone's eyes are on you. I was walking by and I turned to her as I'm walking and a bunch of spit just like right on my face. I know, and like a little dot of it like on my lip. It was so, it was so disgusting, it was so disgusting. And honestly, a part of me was like, I just went to the back of the bus, I sat down, I was like, okay, she's fucking crazy, whatever. Like, what am I gonna do? Like, what, spit back? That's not my game. I'm not gonna, this isn't, that's not at all my, it's not my MO. It was also not like, it was like, like the, it was a lot, it was a lot. It was like, 
if you watch porn, which I know you do, it's like sloppy blowjob gag porn. Like, that's how much there was. And it, all over my face. And uh, I went to the back of the bus. I sat down. I was like, oh, she's fucking crazy. Whatever. It's San Francisco. It happens. We're somehow okay with this. And, uh... And then she came over and pointed a finger right in my face, and she was like, you're a kike. I don't like kikes. She just went off on this kike thing, and I was like, oh, my God. Because at first I thought it was just some San Francisco techie thing, even though I grew up here, whatever. I'm like, okay, I get it. I look like that, whatever. She came over and was, like, straight up, like, talking about kikes. No one even uses that word anymore. Um, and a part of me wanted to kind of just be like, like, I am, but what's it to you? Like, <laughs> like, cause it's like, what, what is that of your business? It's not of your business. I am who I am. Leave me alone. Um, so she spit on my face and I was honestly fine with it till a friend of mine was like, you might have like mono. And I was like, honestly, if that's all I have, I'm pretty happy. Uh, pretty happy. Uh, that's the experiences of taking Fucking the 19, it's like, oh, well, at least you didn't fucking shit on my face. Uh, you, ta- you take your wins where you can get them. Fucking, ugh. God, I wish I had a cat. Um, what if right outside my belly right now came out a cat? <laughs> what if this is just a cat? No, it's not a cat. It's not a cat. It's not a cat. Although I wish it was a cat. That would be a fun cat. Um, yeah, the 19... Oh, what a trash bus. Just a not a no bueno. Just number one. We sh- there should have been a proposition to at least just rename. You know when a company fucks up so hard, they rename the company? Like BP had that oil spill. They changed their name to some other shit. The 19 bus should do that. Just like call it any other number. Just like the 877 bus. Whatever. Just like hopefully people will be like, where's the 19? Ah, fuck it. I'll take the 18. And then all of us on the 877 are like, fuck yeah. We finally got what we wanted. Autonomy. That's all I want, man. Well, this was fun. What are you guys up to? Uh, <laughs> ah, comedy. Um, I got a haircut recently. Got this haircut uh, kind of recently. I, uh, I grew up with uh, uh, my grandma was a barber. She was a barber in Russia. And so this is the first haircut I've gotten in my life that's not uh, by my grandma. And so, uh, yeah, it was kind of weird. I went to the I went to the barber, and honestly, uh, after the haircut was done, it looks nice. But uh, I felt like the barber just didn't know uh, my pubic area as well. You know, my grandma kind of cornered the market on that. Um, you should you should look into. It. We're exclusive. Leave her alone. Um, she's a good woman. <laughs> yeah, it's well. Oh yeah, no politics is interesting. Uh, my name. Uh, my name is Boris, so obviously it's like, you know, it's clear that I'm Russian, and uh, I was born there and then moved to San Francisco, and I actually work with a woman who recently found out that 70% of her hometown in Indiana are Donald Trump supporters. She just found that out because of the election, and she was walking around the office all day today, like, trying to wrap her head around how 70% of the people she grew up with support Donald Trump, but it's like, you know, my whole hometown is Donald Trump supporters, and I was born in Russia, you know? <laughs> it's strange. It's strange how that works. It's not right. Uh, it's weird how p- political correctness is interesting because you ever like you ever talk to someone annoying and you're like, I wish we would ban all the words. Uh, why don't we just do that? Why don't we just do that? Like, cool. We started with like racial epithets. Like that's important. How about everything else? I'm willing to let language go. Uh, just like not to listen to some people. Um, that would be enough, honestly. That's why I'm. It's weird when people say that they're like nonsense. You f- don't you feel like a lot of old people always talk about like kids are so sensitive these days, political correctness, blah, blah, blah. It's like always older people talking about it, as if like, you know, as if my grandpa doesn't get offended ever. You know, it's like bring up the fact that like just bring up the idea that like Joe McCarthy's still alive and thinks you're a communist. Bring that up to any old person, they'll be like, oh shit, triggered, triggered the fuck, triggered the fuck out of me. Oh my god. 
it's like remember world war ii it's like it's like so you you do the same thing i do i just do it for other people you're selfish it's your own experiences um yeah i was already talking about muni might as well you know i i grew up in san francisco and i think i have realized why you don't really hear about anyone committing suicide on the tracks of muni and that's because no one has that kind of patience you know like, no one's going to lay there for 46 minutes while the M sits at West Portal, you know? <laughs> like, no one's doing that. Like, sometimes people ask, like, why are there so many jumpers on the Golden Gate Bridge? And honestly, it's because Muni can't handle the demand. <laughs> That's why. All right, this has been a lot of fun, guys. Make it a lot for Pam Benjamin. <laughs> for Chicago, everyone. Yay! I never wear girl shoes, and I just realized why. They are impossible to walk in. If you don't practice walking on stilts, you shouldn't just pick them up and put them on. I think that's what we've learned in this situation. Thank you. I do think these shoes are super cute. Like, I tried to put together, like, a spacey outfit for the kitten and be like, look. <laughs> Falcor is flying through space. He's a luck dragon. Woo! Hey, here's the thing. Don't rewatch that movie i know it's out right now on um on the netflix and the never ending story is there but then you realize how bad 80s movies really were <laughs> like you're like that's what we like i suspended my creativity i watched Kroll the other day and that was my favorite movie as a child like with the thing he spun and had the little nails on his and that eye and the beautiful princess with the red hair and i was like Woo! it's very exciting and now i'm like wow it's so boring and slow <laughs> Like, how long are we going to climb up this, like, weird mountain? All the mountain thing is going to disappear in 24 hours. What would I do? Has anybody seen Crawl? <laughs> you don't know. I'm the only <laughs> deep cuts for all the dorks listening out there. Uh, I don't think it's back on Netflix, Crawl, but when it comes out, I'm telling you, don't watch it because it was better in my memory. Your next comedian is tall. I was going to do a thing about tall, and then I was going to do a thing about, like, dorky. Uh, but I, did, I mean that in the best way. He's, like, a computer genius who is the everything behind Mutiny Radio. If you're ever like, Pam knows nothing about computers, and yet the Internet station seems to run. That's, <laughs> that's vastly because of your next comedian's experience. He's also very funny. You guys are going to love him. Put your hands together for Richard Kiss. Yay! <laughs> All right, thank you. Thank you, Pam. Uh, with an introduction like that, I always feel like I gotta come up here and just do like, you know, 10 minutes on how Bitcoin works. <laughs> well, you see, it's a ledger. It's cryptographically <laughs> signed, and uh, every 10 minutes, a new block is created using the SHA-256 hash algorithm. Who here likes ECDSA, huh? I, who's with me? Nobody? Okay. Great. Uh, it's been a rough week for me, uh, a lot of conflict. You know, uh, Liam Neeson accused me, he accused me, of all people, of being a name dropper. <laughs> what can you, can you believe that? And then LeBron James said that my stories are not credible. <laughs> I think he's just mad because I kept on dunking and dunking on him, our game of one-on-one. Yeah, who's a free agent now, bitch? And Al Gore said that my references are dated. <laughs> so that sucks. 
lockbox. Yeah, only old people are laughing at that. Um, recount in Florida, huh? Yeah, 537 v votes. At, uh, but Bush sued to stop the voting. Am I got this right, or is this just deja vu hitting me? I don't know. Uh, you guys should write my name is uh, Richard Kiss. My last name is Kiss, K-I-S-S. No tricks to the spelling. Imagine there's a band with your last name and they suck. That's my life. <laughs> it's like, great, thank you very much. Be like, oh, do you like Kiss? No, I don't like Kiss. Come on. Makeup, give me a break. You know what that band needs? They need a gimmick. That's, I think, <laughs> that'd really help them. Yeah, Richard Kiss. K-I-S-S. Uh, it's bad enough, have, uh, as a kid growing up, the last name Kiss is bad enough all by itself. But think about the last name Kiss next to the short form of Richard. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> That's right, with no irony, my parents named me Dick Kiss. <laughs> well done. <laughs> nice planning, not exactly tease-proof. I don't know. They could have named me for my grandfather, you know, to honor him. Instead, they decided they would honor fellatio. I don't want to know why. That's my parents were talking about. That's TMI. Too much information. Who looks at a baby and says, oh, he is so adorable. Let's name him for the blowjob. <laughs> my parents, that's who does that. Uh, so I got problems. I'm uh, obsessive compulsive OCD, or as I like to say, I'm careful. The air quotes, careful. Anyone else got uh, OCD by uh, applause? If you're obsessive compulsive, clap. 17 times. <laughs> that was seven. <laughs> I didn't want to count, but I couldn't help it. It's like OCD and, uh, and ADD mixed into one. Let's see, 17. One, two, three. Ooh, shiny. <laughs> Besides OCD, I'm also cheap. And let me tell you, the women I go out with, they're sick of this combination. I'm so cheap that uh, I'll make her split the check, but because I'm OCD, I make her show her work. <laughs> yeah. Every step, and no calculators. That's cheating. I want to see a proof. Damn it, I want to see the little numbers. The carries. The carries, so they're called. Anyone else major in math? No? Okay. So a little jittery, kind of on edge tonight. Uh, you know what it is? I have not had a cigarette for 72 hours. Can you believe that? Huh? Yeah, give it up for self-restraint, huh? It's willpower at its finest. Actually, I've never had a cigarette my entire life. But nobody ever claps for that. <laughs> it's a culture of redemption. You don't get any credit for doing the smart thing the whole time. And uh, I'm a whore for applause, so, you know. I'll frame it however I need to to get you guys to clap for me. Yeah. Uh, I've been doing comedy for a while, and uh, I was in uh, New York recently. I was there for work, and uh, on Friday, at the, f at the end of the week on Friday, I found an open mic to do, and I, I did that, and it was a really great room. It was amazing. It was like this underground thing, and they had good lights and an audience and stuff, and but uh, it's weird because you had to pay. Like I had to pay $7 to do four and a half minutes. And I guess it kind of made sense because it was such a great show. But it made me realize you get a special on Comedy Central. That's got to be like hundreds of dollars. It's, 
to pay to perform. That's, that's what I'm getting at, you know? So I got to cash in your 401k to do Jimmy Kimmel. That's the way to go broke doing comedy. Comedy. The only career that costs you money. <laughs> well, you'll see. Uh, <laughs> so I'm a Canadian. I grew up in Canada, or as they call it here, America Light. Canada, Canada and the United States are very similar. Canada's like uh, the U.S. with snow and healthcare websites that work the first time. So, yeah, take that, Obama. Boom, timely. Stick it to the establishment. Now, Canadians and Americans, they're very similar. Uh, one of the main differences, though, is Americans, Americans have a culture of uh, self-promotion, you know? Like, look at Trump, the uh, braggart in chief. There's, it's it's seen, seen as okay to sort of pump yourself up, whereas Canadians are more humble, you know? It's almost like a culture of humility. Like, humility is something to strive for. It's almost like I would say, a Canadian would say, I don't like to brag, but... I don't like to brag. <laughs> That's what it's like. Uh, yeah. But uh, I've lived in the U.S. for a long time, lived here uh, on a bunch of different visas, student visa, went here for grad school, and then uh, work visa, and then I got my green card, had that for a while, but uh, finally two years ago I took the plunge and I became a naturalized U.S. citizen. Yes, thank you. One of you. Um, so far, it's going pretty great. My favorite thing is uh, the guaranteed applause line at comedy shows. <laughs> so I'd recommend that. You know, if you're already a citizen, maybe you know, get denaturalized. Uh, actually, you know, one funny thing I found out was uh, it costs six hundred fifty dollars to get naturalized. I mean, there's more to it than just paying. You got to jump through all these other hoops too. But the f the paperwork is six hundred fifty dollars to. Uh, Renounce your citizenship costs 2000 So in other words, the United States is like a nightclub where getting out costs more than getting in. Makes you realize maybe something is up. Maybe it's not as great as I think. Uh, wow, a lot of patriots here tonight. <laughs> hey, look, I'm American too now. Okay, I can make jokes. Uh, actually, I'm dual, so, you know, if things start getting too crazy here, it's like, <laughs> hello, Canada. I like to call it my uh, global warming insurance. <laughs> uh, one thing I found out that's weird about uh, getting naturalized is, as a naturalized uh, U.S. citizen, I have almost all the same rights as a regular U.S. citizen. I can't ever be president, of course, because I'm not, I wasn't born a U.S. citizen. Uh, but, you know, now I can vote, I, got, I can serve on juries. Uh, I don't know if that's <laughs> really a good thing, but, but now it's, at least it's allowed before it wasn't allowed. But there's one exception, and that is uh, if, I, if I am in a terrorist group, then I can lose my U.S. citizenship. But only for five years. After five years, then it's okay. Yeah, exactly. So it makes me, makes me wonder, in five years, am I going to have an itch? to just join a terrorist group? It feels like this is a new freedom that I have. I've, if I don't take it up, take up, take it, uh, take it up then kind of leaving money on the table, right? So I'm going to look into that. You guys are lucky. You can join a terrorist group now. 
I got another three years and 17 days to go. <laughs> got it circled on my calendar. New freedom kicks in. Uh, well, the election was fun. Uh, Trump guy. Man, I, it's so amazing to see how many people voted for Trump a couple of years ago. It wasn't me, though. Don't blame me. Um, I don't know. Is he really that bad a president, though? I heard that he actually donates his salary to charity. You guys heard that? I think it's called the uh, Trump Foundation. Their charter is to uh, pay off porn stars and playmates. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know if you've uh, heard about this. I saw on the news. Apparently, uh, dogs have cleaner mouths than humans humans do. It's one of these special interest pieces. Humans have more germs in their mouths than dogs do, which made me realize why my neighbor's dogs squirm so much when we make out. Yeah. He thinks it's gross. All those germs. Either that or he's a homophobe. I don't know. He's like, Germ freak, bigot, who can tell with the Dalmatians? Sloppy jowls on them, too. Have you noticed that? A lot of slobber. It's like taking the 19. <laughs> uh, I got to get out of here, but uh, um, my sister's uh, birthday's coming up. Um, well, actually, it's in March, but what am I supposed to just do this joke tw uh, two weeks a year? Come on. And uh, I got to get her something. And I hate doing this. I hate, like, buying a gift. I never know what to get her and I'm terrible at shopping. But uh, I know what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to get her a gift card, right? Gift card is lazy and fucking horrible. Gift card says, uh, well, I didn't know what to get you, but uh, I do know where you're going to get it. <laughs> I'm always like, oh, thank you for taking your cash and making it more specific. Yes, uh, money I can only spend at Hello Kitty. Great. <laughs> 2,000 yen. Wonderful. What prefecture is that store in? Is that even a store? Anyway, so what I'm going to do for my sister is I'm going to go to a foreign exchange and get her a 20-pound note from the United Kingdom. Be like, uh, here we go. It's a gift card for Britain. <laughs> Don't spend it all in one place. <laughs> you know, like Scotland. <laughs> All right, my name is Richard Kiss, and I'm a computer nerd. Richard Kiss, everyone! Hooray! He said there about Trump, uh, everybody giving their money to charity, and I think that actually you should do that. You should always give all your money to charity. Uh, your next comedian's name is charity. Hey. <laughs> uh, be, be gratuitous with your claps and uh, laugh hard at her awesome jokes. It's Charity Pomeroy, yay! Yeah, I've, I've never seen those checks. Uh, when I was growing up, my mom would always introduce me as, oh, this is my daughter Charity. Uh, she's who J. Paul Getty left all his money to. And for those who aren't old, J. Paul Getty was a billionaire. Uh, sadly, I believed that, and I thought, someday I'm going to be rich! 
And here I am in San Francisco making a sweet five-figure income. Don't be jealous. It's mid-five-figure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awesome. And uh, I, I actually am wealthy enough to finally um, be able to afford my own place in San Francisco. I've got a whole 196 square feet to call my own. I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, the best thing about it, oh my God, I, I can't do it. I can't do it because my lifestyle would be the worst, but I can have a cat. Yeah. Oh no! I know! This is killing me. I, I have, I'm one of eight kids. I am the only kid in my family who doesn't have a cat. So I'm really, I'm really failing all of pussy kind. <laughs> Actually, in more than one way. Uh, <laughs> I'm also a lesbian, so I love all kinds of pussies. And uh, yeah, that is, that is true. But oh my god, this cat is killing me. And uh, can I just say thank you, Pam Benjamin, for inventing cat comedy? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't even know what to do with it. I <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely have a problem um, with cats. I am so obsessed with them. I, I think if there's ever a Me Too movement for cats, I am in trouble. <laughs> I am going down for all the times I went down on those cats. No, I didn't, I didn't do that. That's, that's, but I have, I've definitely held cats down and forced myself on them, but I can't. I know, I know. Is that, I mean, that is bad. I, I am not a good person. And all I want to do is force myself on this cat. But you know, I tell myself they like it. They, they like it. I mean, they're, they're, they're giving me all the sounds of approval like, while I'm forcing my face on their face. But anyway, yeah, I, I might get a cat in my new little tenderloin apartment that I'm so excited about. Uh, yeah, um, and by the way, why I have uh, my own apartment, uh, I went through a divorce last year, and um, yeah, I know, you can clap. <laughs> it is true. I uh, went through a divorce with actually someone who is still a sweet, dear, dear friend. And um, nine months after our, our divorce, I went to visit her. She's out in West Virginia for a few months. And, and I went to visit her, and we just had the best time. And all my feelings of love just swelled. And I started thinking about my coworkers. I have two coworkers who have gotten a divorce and then gotten back together. Oh, actually, I have a sister who started into a divorce and then called it off. And I started thinking, maybe I. Maybe I don't want to be divorced. Maybe I want to get back together. She is such an amazing woman. And she started telling me about what I should be eating and what I shouldn't be eating. And then she started planning my whole day for me. And then she started doing all the things that reminded me, oh, yeah, yeah. And to top it off, she doesn't like cats. <laughs> what? <laughs> so yeah. But most importantly, I'd gone past the 20-week mark with the divorce, so it was already too late. You, you can't get a divorce abortion past the 20-week mark. You just, everybody I know, they've done it within the first three months post-divorce. You can do that, but uh, if there isn't already a law, there should be. <laughs> if, if it's old enough to be walking, that divorce, 
which mine isn't. <laughs> but if it's old enough to have come out uh, already, which mine is, yeah, there is there is no turning back. Um, yeah, so I do I do have my own place, and I'm I'm setting it up. I'm I'm going very slowly because. I'm still living in my ex's apartment, so I can take a whole month to move in and decorate, and it's really exciting. And and um, uh, I feel like this is a big emergence from this huge depression that I've, uh, of course, everybody goes through after a divorce. Um, and actually, that depression got really big. Um, and uh, this is uh, true. My best friend is a psychiatrist. <laughs> yeah. And he actually recommended that I get a cat. That was his <laughs> recommendation. Yeah, I'm like, no, I want drugs. And he was like, no, no, just get a cat. And yeah, it's, it's true. Um, he is a psychiatrist, very bad at prescribing his friends drugs. <laughs> he has failed me time and time again. Well, except for one time. We went to Burning Man. I went with him. And uh, it's actually him and all his psychiatrist buddies, and they were like, we're bringing the drugs! And I was like, yeah! <laughs> this is gonna be lit! So we get to Burning Man, they all sit me down, and they prescribe me Zoloft. So, <laughs> yeah, Burning Man was fine. It was, it was pleasant. A little, not, not what I wanted, though. <laughs> yeah, no tripping balls for me uh, with my... I should call him my former best friend until he finally starts doling out the drugs. But no, he, he believes in actually bettering my life. What the fuck? Drugs, good drugs would better my life. But uh, yeah, that's, that's, I guess, not going to happen. Um, oh, oh, going back, by the way, uh, to my divorce. I know that's, it's a weird thing, and uh, I, I'm going to hang on to it forever. I'm, I'm a lesbian, and, and I'm a lady, and, and we women, we don't let anything go. That is um, one thing I have noticed among uh, every lesbian wedding I've ever gone to. The uh, maids of honor, or the best maid, or whatever, they are always an ex. <laughs> like, seriously. Uh, so my ex will always be in my life, whether I want her to or not. And, <laughs> no, that, that sounds bad, I do wonder. Um, and we have tried to keep it like very positive. When we broke up, I, um, we both were like, you know what, we're gonna celebrate this, we're gonna treat this as what it is, like the best thing for both of us to break up. And so we were gonna act like adults. So we did the most adult thing possible to um, celebrate our divorce. We went to a strip club. And that's true, that is an adult thing. They will not let kids in there, <laughs> I hope. Uh, <laughs> so we did, we went to a strip club and um, that was fun. Uh, she, that was another time I was like in the strip club with her and that was when it was fresh. It was a brand new divorce at that point. Really, I could have had the uh, abortion uh, at that point or, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, that she, was into all these women and she was like let's get a lab dance together and I was like oh my god you know me you know me so well and so I was like okay you you pick out the gal and she did and so we we go into this you know the private room we're at that strip club we're having a great time and this gal that she chose was an acrobat 
that. It was amazing. That gal got up on the chair in front of my ex, and somehow, I still don't know how she did it, uh, she sort of spread her butt cheeks a little bit, and she just slapped my ex uh, in the face. Here, I'll, I'll uh, demonstrate for you so you can get the full effect. Like, yeah, between her butt cheeks. It was amazing! And um, I paid for this uh, lap dance, and I enjoyed it. Um, my ex did not enjoy it. In fact, she did remind me why we broke up. She complained about the lap dance. She had her face inside this woman, and she complains about it. I don't. I want my face inside every orifice a woman has. I don't care what it is. Put your asshole right on my face. I'll rub my face in it. I will love it. Yeah, my uh, my ex didn't like that so much, and I was like, oh, okay, all these reminders of why it didn't work out. Uh, but, you know, as I thought back on it, watching my ex with her face in this woman's asshole, I thought, you know, 